Hey, good morning. Are you hungry for the Word of God? All right. All right. We're in part seven of our series called The Strong Tower. And remember, the name of the Lord is a? And the righteous run to it and are safe. All right. Good. You memorized that. Talagang makakatulong sa ating pamumuhay. Na... We talked last week about Jehovah Shalom. Okay? Sabihin mo, Shalom. Shalom, Shalom. So, nagiging uh, greeting and it has a deeper meaning. Shalom means peace with nothing missing and, and nothing broken. And today, I want to share with you a new name of God. Medyo malalim na ito, but I'm praying that you will grasp this message and it will change your life. Today's word is from Jeremiah chapter 23 where it says I will raise up a prophecy ito is a prophecy of Jesus for Jesus he says I will raise up a righteous descendant he will be a king who rules with wisdom and he will do what is just and right this will be his name ready the Lord is our righteousness or sa Hebrew ang word doon makikita mo is tzidkanu everybody say tzid tzidkanu tzidkanu it means righteous okay matuid actually yung word righteous uh, literal translation means straight derecho exact accurate legally strict so kung ang isang ruler ay righteous, ilang inches ba dapat? 12. Hindi 11, hindi 13. Exactly 12 inches sa isang foot. 2 plus 2, pag righteous yun, 4. Not 4.1, not 3.9, 4. Ibig sabihin, exactly perfect, 100% accurate. Now in the Bible, makikita natin ang ang word righteous anytime you see the word righteousness it means acceptableness is that a can, can we use that English word acceptableness and sa totoo lang hindi ba yun ang gusto natin sa mga relationships natin we just want to belong we want to be in we want to be accepted sa mga relationships and ang Dios natin ay so holy and ang kanyang standard ay so mataas ang standard niya he only accepts perfect he only accepts that which is righteous and he says the lord here's the, here's the name of jesus the lord yahweh our acceptableness our pathway to being Righteous. Kasi friends, sa Bible, ang righteousness does not mean right doing. It means right being. Could you say that with me? Right being. It's not uh, right standing pala. Right standing or right being. It means It's talking about right standing. Yung status mo sa harapan ng Diyos is a right status the relationship 
Kagaya ng sinabi ko last week, it's bati na kayo, bati. It's, it's naayos na, na join together. There is peace with God. There is shalom. It is the status na yung relationship mo sa Diyos is right kind of relationship. And I, I want to show you an example of how this can actually happen. You heard me talk about it before na an exchanged life. Ang meron sa atin is not just a changed life. Kung ikaw ay isang Kristiyano, God does not want your life to be just changed. God wants ang buhay mo to be exchanged. Anong ibig sabihin exchanged? Makakaroon ng panibago. That's why in the Bible, maraming mga illustrations about the exchanged life. You'll exchange clothes. Okay, there's an illustration about taking off yung lumang, yung, yung marumi, yung mabaho na garments, and makakaroon ka ng panibagong robes, and a robe of righteousness. The Bible talks about not just changing your heart, but exchanging your heart. Jeremiah and Ezekiel says, I'll take out your old heart and give you a new heart it's not just a new it's new clothes it's new heart it's a new birth even and that's the exchanged life and we become acceptable dahil ang jehovah si jehovah sidkanu the lord our righteousness he makes us righteous now how how can that be how can God make us become righteous? Now, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Sinon qualified na masasabi na, I'm righteous. Anybody here, raise your hand, I'm righteous. But sa totoo lang, we, we are made. Ginagawa niya tayong matuwid. Balutot yung buhay, yung, yung buhay natin. But God makes us straight. He makes us, listen, He makes us have the status sa kanyang harapan as acceptable. You were not acceptable, but He made you acceptable. Nung tinanggap mo si Jesus. And here's what it looks like. Uh, sa Leviticus chapter 4, now Leviticus chapter 1, verse 4, you know what this is, right? This is an, a lamb, no? Medyo cute siya. But in the old days, in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the old covenant, na, sa Leviticus, there's a lot of laws and rituals, and they had what they call a burnt offering. Okay? Hindi ito ginagawa sa new covenant. Pero sa old covenant, at marami mga lessons na mabubunot natin sa Old Covenant. In the Old Covenant, mayroon silang offerings na kung saan yung taong na may mga kasalanan, tayo yun, na we bring, we are the offerer. Tayo ang nag offer sa Diyos ng, 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 ng offering. Okay? So we bring, depende kung gano'ng kayaman ka. Kung mayaman ka, may, may baka. Kung medyo middle class ka, may may lamb o kaya goat ay kung mahirap ka talaga hindi ka ma-afford yung ganon you can bring a bird okay ibon ang okay probably most of us would be able to afford a lamb or a goat 
Okay? And you bring that offering to the tabernacle, sa, sa, sa bahay ng, ni God. And the priest will take a look at your offering. Okay? Ikaw ay may kasalanan. Pero hindi kanya ini-inspect. The priest will inspect, not you, not your past week, not your sinful habits. He will not check your pockets kung may sigarilyo. He will not check your wallet kung may mga pornographic. No, no, he will not inspect you. The priest will inspect your offering. Hello? Are you following? The priest will inspect the offering, not the offerer. And he will check if kumekuto or kume broken leg or kume mga kume skin disease. And basta na, na inspecting pre, the priest will inspect the lamb. It should be perfect. Pag hindi perfect, pag hindi two plus two equals four, pag hindi matuwid yung offering, hindi siya katanggap tanggap. Naintindihan niyo po ba? But once na masasabi ng priest, this lamb is perfect. Walang blemish. Walang sakit. Walang mali. It's perfect. Okay? Then, katanggap-tanggap na yung offering. O paano yung offerer? Matuwid ba yung offerer? Hindi. Righteous ba siya? No. Faultless ba siya? No. May mga kasalanan? Yes. Just like you and me? Yes. But it's not about the offerer. It's all about the offering. And here's how it works. Ito yung divine exchange. The, the, the man, kung ikaw ay may dala ng offering, because ikaw may kasalanan, you would put your hand on the animal. And sa, sa iyong pag lalagay ng kamay mo dun sa animal, nakiki-identify ka sa animal. As, as if you're saying, this animal now represents me. And then the animal is killed. Instead of the offerer, the animal is killed and it becomes a acceptable offering sa mata ng Diyos. Tingnan natin sa Leviticus chapter 4, uh, chapter 1 verse 4, makikita mo dito exactly what the Lord says tungkol sa offering na ito. At tungkol sa taong na nag-offer ng kanyang animal sacrifice. It says in Leviticus chapter 4, read it with me very slowly, the Lord will accept there's that word anong ibig sabihin righteousness? acceptableness. It says the Lord will accept its death in your place to purify you making you right with Him. Oh, I need another hour to teach this message. Okay, but do you understand? The Bible says that because you brought a perfect righteous clean offering the Lord will accept you and purify you and make you right with him you were not right with him but the Lord makes you right with him okay 
So the number two right there is that God's gift to me, righteousness is God's gift to me because of what Jesus did. Do you know that the animal is just a symbol of Jesus Christ? Because in John chapter 1, it says that Jesus is the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And you know what? Ito ang magandang balita. It's not only that when I put my hand on the animal, that's yung parang, that's the time na sa atin, sa new covenant, is I'm putting my faith onto Jesus. In the old covenant, you put your physical hand on a physical lamb. Sa atin ngayon, you put your heart's trust onto the Lamb of God and you trust that Jesus' death will pay for your sin. And ang nangyayari is when you identify, once you lay your hand, nakiki-relate, nakiki-associate with that animal, lahat ng meron ka, ng kasalanan, is transferred to the animal. But that's not all. Because if Jesus just took our sins, that will not get us into the kingdom of God. That's only enough to keep us out of hell. It's not only that my sin was transferred to the animal, to the sacrifice, but all of the innocence and all of the perfection and all of the acceptableness of the sacrifice was transferred to me. Exchange places. And Jesus was the Lamb of God who was innocent and perfect and pure and holy and acceptable in God's sight. This is my beloved Son. I'm well pleased. Everything that you had, Jesus took. He took everything that you have and He gave you everything he had. He took your sin and your past and your weaknesses and your failures. He took it on his body and sacrificed himself. And he gave you his track record and his perfection and his holiness and his acceptableness. And how does he do that? He has no sin. Second Corinthians 5.21 God made him, Jesus, who has no sin. Walang Walang kasalanan. He did everything right. Ginawa siya ng kasalanan para sa atin. Now we have no goodness and all sin. And Jesus had no sin and all goodness. And all of my sin and all of my failures na, na transfer sa kanya. And all of his righteousness, his perfection is transferred to me. I have this book. You know, in heaven, there's a book. And in heaven, there's a book. The Bible says it's the, the Lamb's Book of Life. Aklat ng buhay. And you ba alam na may record ka? Hindi lang computerized. Higit pa sa technology natin meron. The books of heaven has everything you've ever done nakasulat. Did you know that? Did you know everything you have said, every idle word, every evil thought, 
everything that you've done ay nakasulat yan sa aklat, sa records of heaven. Did you know that? <laughs> now, can I take a look in your book? Can I see some of the things you've done? Yung mga nakakahiya. Chicheko, no, no, walang nakakaalam, but nakasulat sa langit. Nakasulat sa, oops, wow, rated R. Ang buhay mo, rated R, wow. Grabe, hindi ko wow. I didn't know she was like that. I didn't know he did that. Sa church, mukhang mabait. Mukhang banal. Wow, grabe. Ang haba ng mga kasalaan. But did you know what happens? Jesus also lived on this earth for 33 years. At lahat na mga ginawa niya, sinabi niya, inisip niya, ay nakasulat din sa aklat ng meron si Jesus sa heaven. Did you know that? Now here's what happens. The pages or the records of my life when I receive Jesus and when you receive Jesus, God will take out the pages and He'll take out the pages of the book of Jesus. Ilalagay niya sa book mo and ilalagay niya yung mga ginawa mo sa book ni Jesus. At dinadala niya sa cross and He pays the penalty, the punishment sa lahat ng laman ng yung listahan ng mga kasalanan mo. And Jesus buries that in hell. At lahat ng ginawa ni Jesus, sinabi ni Jesus, inisip ni Jesus, miracles, good works, lahat, nilalagay sa book cover mo sa heaven. And you become as if, pag, pag tumingin si God sa aklat mo, sa book mo, whoa! You walked on water? Whoa! You healed the sick? Whoa! You know what? When God looks at your life in heaven, at the book, He's reading the pages, not what you did, but what Jesus did on your behalf. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. He does that. Now, sa, sa, sa theology or sa mga Bible studies, this is called imputed righteousness. Yung righteousness, yung, yung acceptableness ni Jesus, I imputed or imported. You know the word Impute is not common. Pero you know what it means to import something, right? What is imported? Can you show me? Anybody here, show me something imported. Is this bag imported from where? From U.S. Okay, anybody else? Show me something imported. Shoes small. I'm an import. <laughs> show me something imported. Imported, made in China. Imported from Anong ibig sabihin imported? Imported is Yung source Ay galing sa labas Hindi na produce dito Hindi na manufacture dito The source is from An outside Then outside source And that's what it means To have an imported Righteousness You understand? An imported righteousness. Uh, it, it's, it's a gift. A righteousness, write this down on number three, is a gift. I can only receive righteousness by faith. And number two is righteousness is God's gift to me because of what 
Jesus did. Ang gawa ni Jesus, yan ang susi. Yan ang way kung paano tayo nagiging acceptable sa Diyos. Katanggap-tanggap. Sinong gusto mong maging katanggap-tanggap sa harapan ng Diyos? That's the only way. Is it's a gift. And the only way to receive the gift is by faith. You put your trust onto Jesus. Maniwala sa ginawa niya sa cross at magtiwala na ang ginawa ni Jesus yan, ginawa niya para sa'yo. Hindi para siya makaka-establish ng isang religion. No. Ginawa ni Jesus yung ginawa niya sa cross so that you could become acceptable to God. And, number four, the good works of Christ are imported to me. Imagine that. The good things that Jesus did can be imported into your spirit. Now, wala ka nang ginawa ng ganun ka good. The Bible says in Isaiah 64, all of our righteousness is like filthy rags. And Romans 3.10, no one is righteous. Not even one. So sa totoo lang, wala tayong righteousness. Wala tayong acceptable behavior. Kahit na ang kala mo, you did good, you attend church, you study the Bible, nagbibigay ka ng pera. No, the Bible says, even yung best na mga gawain mo is filthy as rags. But, here's the good news. The good works of Jesus will be imported the Bible says it's, the, the, the Bible word is imputed. Now the word impute means to transfer from an outside source. It's transferred, pasa, na pass into another account. The word impute sa Bible is actually an accounting term. Sino mga students dito na take up ng accounting? It's an accounting term. Ginagamit na mga banker. It means to transfer into another account. Now, you know what this means. Kung may ATM card na zero balance at nagdi-deduct ng banko ng mga late or mga whatever fees doon at mayroong isang mayaman na nakuha ng account number mo, binigay mo yung account number sa isang mayaman at nag-deposit siya mula sa kanyang account nag-deposit siya ng millions, millions doon sa ATM account mo. How many of you like to have that? Yeah. Ang ibig sabihin, pag nagawa ng mayaman yon, nag-transfer mula sa account niya, transfer yung kanyang yaman doon sa account mo, that means it was an imputed yaman. It was not your deposits, it was not your money, it came from a foreign source and was transferred to your credit, to your account. That's what Jesus has done for you. His yaman, his good works, which is worth more than millions of pesos, was transferred into your spiritual bank account. You didn't make the deposits. You didn't do good. He did it. But you, it shows up on your balance. You get a positive balance. Come on. You know what this is. Pag nagsinabi mo sa friend mo, 
Palud naman jan, di ba? Pass, pass me a load, right? What happens? Your cell phone number gets a positive balance because someone else passed the load to your account. Now, what if that was not just a load? What if that was righteousness in the eyes of God? Jesus passed a load of good works to your credit. Don't you understand your status sa harapan ng Dios is not what you think. You might think that because this past week, marami ka nagawa ng kasalanan. You might think God is angry at you. You might think God is, is disappointed with you. You might think God is distant with you. It's not true. God is so pleased with you. He loves you. He's proud of you. Not because you're perfect, but because when he looks at you, he sees the good works of Jesus. He does not see your evil deeds. He does not see your filthy rags. He chooses to see the perfection and the acceptableness of the offering where you put your trust. Are you with me so far? Yeah. I need another two hours again. Number four. What did I say? The good works of Christ are imported. Number five. I cannot earn or produce my own righteousness. Many Christians are trying to manufacture their own righteousness. Thank you, Jesus, for forgiving my sins. At bilang mga Christiano, we believe that if you accept Jesus, mawawala na yung record, ma-erase yung mga kasalanan mo. But then, that's where many Christians stop. Then they try to now do good works to earn a positive balance. So that God will see you as a good Christian, a good person. Friends, this is wrong. It's actually what the Bible, what the Bible says, dead works. Listen to me. We always tell people, oh, repent from your sins. Repent from your sins. Have you heard that? But the Bible actually commands us to repent from dead works. Now, what is a dead work? A dead work is any kind of deeds that you do, kahit religious na deeds, na kung saan na sa, sa ginagawa mong yan, you think, akala mo, that that will make you right with God. So, if you pray, is that good to pray? Listen to me, listen. If you pray because you think praying will make you right with God, acceptable to God, that's a dead work. And you need to repent from it. 
But if you pray because you know you are acceptable to God and you know and you love him, then there's power in that. If you give money because you think that giving money, tithing even, will make you acceptable sa Dios, and he will, he will accept you because you did that, that's a dead work. If you attend church or cell group or do Bible studies, anything that you do na kung saan you think that will make you right with God, it's a dead work. And it's wrong because you have now dishonored the millions of good works that Jesus has transferred to your account. As if sinasabi mo, hindi sapat. Hindi sapat ang ginawa ni Jesus. I need to add some more of my own. I need to produce my own right deeds. Are you following me? What Jesus did was a more than enough for you. And we don't do works to get right with God. We do works because we're right already with God. If you look at Philippians chapter 3, verse 9, Paul says, I no longer count on. Di na ako nagdidepend sa sarili kong righteousness through obeying the law. Did you hear that? He says, I don't depend on my own righteousness, my self-righteousness through obeying the law. Rather, read it with me, I become righteous through faith in Christ for God's way of making us right with Himself depends on faith. Okay? So, when, and it's the same thing. If you think that if you do sins, kung akala mo, you're no longer right with God dahil sa mga kasalanan mo, that's also wrong. It's like this. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse around 17, 18, it says, though you used to be slaves, now the word slaves there means prisoner. Okay? Though you used to be slaves to sin. Now, sin is not a verb. That word sin is a noun. So let's say you used to be slaves or a prisoner to this kulungan, this selde called sin. He says, but you now are no longer prisoners in sin. Now you became slaves of righteousness. A Listen, now, if I was in sin, it's not a verb. It's not something I'm doing. Sin is a noun, right? So I'm in sin. I'm not yet born again. I'm not, I have not yet received Christ. Kung ako nasa kulungan ng sin, the Bible says I'm a slave to sin. Now, bilang alipin sa kasalanan, I'm trapped inside this prison. Right? And what does it mean if you're in a prison? You are held securely. You're held very securely inside that place. 
I might do some right things. I might do some good deeds sometimes. But does that mean I'm in righteousness? No, I'm still in sin, even though it's possible na minsan magagawa ko ng mga mababuting gawa. Okay? But when you come into righteousness, and you come into, and this is also not a verb, it's also a noun. And when you, the Bible says you're no longer, dahil kay Jesus, you're no longer a slave to sin. Now you're a slave to the prison or the secured, you're held securely inside and you can't get out of righteousness. Isn't that good? You can't get out of being right. You can't get out of being in an acceptable status sa Dios. It's possible that I might do some evil things, some sins, I might do some bad things sometimes, but that does not get me out of being righteous. Are you following me? So it's possible that if you're in Christ, you're in, righteous, you're in a righteous relationship. You are in the acceptable status with God, even though you sometimes do bad things. You're a slave of righteousness. You're held securely inside the righteousness, not of your own self, not of your own track record. You're held securely in the righteousness of Jehovah Tzidkenu, the Lord, our righteousness. Does that make sense to you? Let me add just a few more. You cannot earn and produce. Number six is focus on being in a right relationship, not on being a sinner. If you are very sin conscious, you know what it means to be self-conscious? Ang nasa isip mo lagi sarili mo, how do I look? May mancha sa damit ko, may lipstick sa tenga ko, or what? You're self-conscious. So you're worried, your, your, your focus is on yourself. Well, if you are sin-conscious, it will make you more sinful. Because the power of the rules and the regulations is, uh, uh, the power of sin is in the rules and regulations. For example, don't look at my shoes. See, all I do is I give you a rule and it's so easy for you to break it. Okay, right now, do not think about the number 10. What came to your mind? Eh, do not think about a triangle. So well, as soon as I give you a law, the demands of that rule pulls you into... Do you understand? <laughs> Does that make sense? If you are law conscious and always thinking about the rules, don't do this, don't do that. Bawal sa ganito, bawal ganyan. That's why in this church we don't talk about that. Bawal magyosi, bawal uminom, bawal whatever. Sugal, whatever. We don't become a law or a rule conscience people. Because that will only cause you to sin more. Be relationship conscious. Focus on the relationship, the right relationship, and become who you are. 
God has made you pure. God has made you acceptable. Now be acceptable. Now practice righteousness. It's like this. Which is easier? Is it easier to be yourself sa company ng mga taong nagmamahal sa'yo and they accept you already? Or sa company ng mga taong na ay, alam mo na they don't like you? Which is it easier to, to, to behave and just be yourself? With the, with the around people that loves you and accepts you already? Or around the people you have to try really hard to please them? So because they don't like you. Of course, the, the first choice. It's easier to be yourself. It's very natural to be yourself if you know and you're convinced that they love you and they accept you. The same thing with God. If you want to live a pure and holy and righteous life, know that He loves you. Know that He accepts you. Because if you think you have to Try harder to please him. It will be harder. And you'll never please him. Do you understand? So know that you are righteous. Okay? It says in Romans 5 verse 17, those who receive God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. Righteousness is a gift. It's a gift. And if you receive that, all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death. You will triumph over habits and sickness and lack and anything that holds you back. It's not what you do that determines who you are. It's who you are that determines what you do. And if you know you are righteous... If you know you're acceptable, that's how you'll behave. But if you think you're not acceptable, that's also how you will behave. You know, this is the problem sa ating mga Kristiyano. Minsan, we had a bad week. And I know some of you feel this. Now, maybe this past week, you had many sins. And so you feel, oh no, I, I shouldn't go to church. Hindi ako karapat dapat. And then if ever you had this something na nangyari sa'yo na very good, maybe biglang nakaroon ka ng blessing na, uh, or some favor came your way, what happens? You, all of a sudden in your heart, you start feeling like, I don't deserve this. And you will even sabotage and not walk in the favor and the blessing that God is trying to bring you to. Bakit? Because you feel guilty. You feel that you need to do something good to earn that blessing. And friends, it doesn't work like that. Even if you do wrong, don't be ashamed and don't be afraid to enjoy the favor and the blessings because it didn't come from you. It came from Jesus Christ. You understand? Number seven was this. Speak or agree, write it down, agree daily that you are acceptable sa Dios. 
Use your mouth and say it like this. Say, I am the righteousness of God. Say, I am acceptable to God. And I want you to say that this week, especially when you sin. Did you hear me? I'm not telling you when you sin, kick yourself and feel guilty for two days and do some penance and pray and, and give your tithe. And I'm not telling you when you sin to beat yourself up because if you think that will make you right with God, then you are bringing to God your self-righteousness. Especially when you make mistakes, let it come out of your mouth daily, often. Sabihin mo, I am the righteousness of God. God has given me a breastplate of righteousness, like this one. A breastplate of righteousness, it says in Ephesians 6. And that even though my failures hit me, even though I sin, it cannot penetrate. I will still be alive and I will still be acceptable to God because the breastplate of Jesus' righteousness will protect my status and my acceptableness to God. You understand? Okay, so let it be a practice. Now, every day, I'm the righteousness of God. Even though I sin, I am acceptable to God. Not because of my perfection, but because Jesus transferred his perfection to me. I do not depend on my own works. I depend on Jesus' works. And I receive him and I need him. And because of the relationship, ang focus ko. I'm not focused on my sin. Hey, just tell the devil to shut up. Because <laughs> the devil is the accuser. Right? He is the accuser of the every time you sin, it's you 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 think maybe that's the Holy Spirit convicting you? No. I tell you, most of it, the first voice that you hear when you sin is gonna be the devil. He's going to be telling you, you're not righteous anymore. You sinned. You're, you're not acceptable to God now. Look what you did. You need to tell the devil, shut up. I am acceptable to God because of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. And your sin and your temptations will not penetrate the breastplate of righteousness. I will find grace to overcome that sin. And I will not keep that sin in my life. But that sin does not jeopardize, does not hurt my righteous status with God. I am still in the family. I am still acceptable to God. And nothing can change that. Romans chapter 8 verse 1 says, In Christ there is no condemnation. And at the first verse of Romans 8 no condemnation. The last verses of Romans 8, nothing can separate us from the love of God. There is no condemnation. Friends, you are the righteousness of God if you are in Christ Jesus. Know it. Hold on to that shield of your faith in this word.
and you will reign victorious and triumphant in life. Let's pray. Father, give us the truth that we would be so convinced that we are righteous and acceptable in your eyes. Lord, never let even the, the, the whisperings of Satan lie to us. Lord, we would just not believe the lie. Your word says, Jesus' sacrifice made a way not only to have my sins washed away, but to have imported righteousness to my account. And I receive that by faith. And I believe that nothing I did could make me in a right status. And nothing I do could take me out of the right status. Now that I'm in Christ, Lord, we thank you that you have made us a slave of righteousness. You've secured us behind the bars of this status that we are righteous and it is a very secured position. And I thank you for that. And I pray for my brothers and sisters that they would catch this revelation and daily agree with your word that we are acceptable to you. Thank you for your acceptance. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.